0: Previously on the Simply Human podcast, uh, you know what are handkerchiefs made of? What sort of a cotton, right? Blend, mm, yes, sort of fabric. Which is
1: handkerchiefs, what... huh? All right, grandpa. No, no, but
0: listen, but listen, that's what. Yeah, I, like I use a handkerchief. for am grown. Listen, I don't have a handkerchief. That's... Okay, if you're an
1: adult you should have. If you're an adult, you should definitely have handkerchiefs. That like is the real... stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is <laughs> the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. Of. I'm not like a, a lawyer or a businessman. It's
0: episode 86 of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Jackie Price, Managing Director of Onsite Plus. We talked to her about time management, and stress. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human" segment with our good friend Stephanie from Canada. That's just what we're going to call her, Stephanie from Canada. And we're up with our Simply Human tip. Hey, how are you, Rick? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm good. Um, how, how are you? I know you were sick last time we spoke. Oh, I'm fine. Everything's good? You, fine. Is your neck yeah. still?
1: Well, this is actually kind of funny. Wait, I think I told the story on the podcast. Well, I you went, went to the doctor the, last time, and he was like, basically Om. his response was, oh, I don't know, I'm like, I'm <laughs> hell of a doctor, you are. Appreciate the help. But uh, no fever, I'm fine. I'm, I, my neck is still a little bit stiff, but it's not as bad as it was the last few days. So Good. it's getting better.
0: Speaking of doctors, um, this is episode 86. On episode 87, we've got a doctor coming up, a Dr. Tim Martin, who we just interviewed. I, this was
1: my favorite conversation we've ever had with anybody, period. Because anytime, like, you can sit there and pick the brain of a doctor. And I don't know. The, in the clinical setting, it feels very like, oh no, no, of course I, I of course I eat lots of vegetables. Uh, like you're kind of scared to open up. We talk to this doctor about everything there is to talk about blood work. And if you're one of those people like me who's like, all right, great, I'm gonna eat, eat less processed foods and eat more whole fat foods. And that, I want to look at numbers on a spreadsheet. I want you to tell me here's this number. I want to be below this number. Here's this number. I want to be above this number. If that you have any questions about uh, blood work and things like that what you should be looking at when you get your annual physical listen to episode 87 it is a really really good episode
0: July 21st there's a, a good little teaser and we also talk about it at the end of the show too so, uh, so
1: is, today, today, July 14th yes happy Bastille Day Mark
0: oh thank you for wishing me that I really yes. appreciate it
1: uh, your Bastille Day present is in the mail <laughs>
0: thank you um, okay, moving on um, I need to google that um so we have yeah, you do <laughs> we have, it doesn't sound as cool because you don't have a big microphone like me um <laughs> wait a second okay so we've we've tried to breach this topic a couple of times, and we're finally just going to talk about weird social interactions. And, oh I'm good at that one. Yeah, and there and there are there are several you know you, you, the the una- the answering the unasked question the uh, the the handshake or the fist bump. What happens when you like you know you kind of shortchange someone on the handshake and you kind of just get their finger you know. So we can talk about that. One of my one of the things though that I've noticed a lot of people doing recently, and I guess I've just noticed it. It's, it happens a lot, and I do it, but I don't understand it. And, and you this may be something that you're like, no, nope, I don't not have any idea what you're talking about, and then we're just going to move on to the next one. But uh, it, I don't know. It might uh, it might spark something. It's like when people are talking to you and they say, you know, I was just telling somebody the other day. I was telling somebody. Like, why do I need to know? Why does anyone need to know that you were just telling someone this? I was just telling. That's this, not this. Like, why is that a thing that people say before they tell you, like, a, make a point? Like, does that validate the point? Like
1: maybe I feel like maybe you're splitting hairs a little bit about uh, our conversational style here in America.
0: Well, I mean, like, do you? Do, I mean, do you notice that? Do you understand when people say that? Like, I just oh, it's, I
1: hear it all the time. I'm sure I say it all the time. Yeah, and it's never been like I'm not like. Why do I need to give a crap?
0: What you were no t- no no. I'm not saying it like I'm not day. criticizing. Maybe it's just
1: that, you're, that you're saying like, oh, I've been thinking a lot about this particular topic. In fact, here's an example of when I was thinking about it the other day. This isn't just you know something that uh, that I brought up right now.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. So maybe it's just like, a, man,
1: you're like the real life George Costanza.
0: Well, well, I'm not criticizing it because I do it. I'm just my question oh, okay. is. I m- thought
1: you were like, no, no, no. All you people that do this, no, 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 go, no. go jump in a lake. No, dude.
0: my question is why. Why is that a thing? Like, is it, be, you know, kind of like you said, like, is that just because I was, you wanting to communicate that you've thought about this? You know, it's I think like, that's it. I think know, right? that's it. I was just telling, and, and sometimes they don't even say who they were telling. They just say, or I'll just say, I was, saying, I was telling this to somebody else earlier.
1: Or maybe like from this, like the oh yeah, that's crazy that we're talking about this now because I was just talking about this like two days ago.
0: And yeah, and and I, I could kind of see that scenario making sense, but sometimes it's just like you know, I was just telling someone the other day that I really like milk. Like, why why can't you just say I really like milk?
1: It's a really weird example.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was yeah. telling someone the other day I saw some dirt. <laughs> why can't you just say I just saw some dirt? Like, why does it have to be? Prerequisites. I I guess I'll
1: have to bleach that particular sentence from my lexicon. (laughs) I was just telling someone the other day that I saw some
0: Well, Well, just be noticing it. Okay. The other one is like, okay, how's it going, Rick? Oh, pretty good. How are you? And then, but if somebody just says, hi, Rick, and then you say pretty good, how are you? I'm
1: good. I will do that one on you. And I will also do the, my standard greeting for anybody is how's it going? Yeah. Like no matter the particular situation. And so first of all, sometimes at work, um hey how's it going oh it's not good my husband just punched my face in oh i mean i didn't mean how's it going like like really how's it going i yeah. just meant it like What's up? i'm an idiot yeah. but also i will do the like hey how's it going and someone will be like pretty good how are you and i'll go oh good how's it going i mean, I mean i'm sorry i just asked that i just oh god that's so awkward and i think i feel like i'm the only person that does that one yeah They're, like we'll respond periodically with oh very good how's it going like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I started this off. It's my turn. to, And then I do that whole thing that I literally just did. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm the one that asked you. And then and then they look at me like, what is the matter with you? Yeah, like, I'm just going to turn around and walk away.
0: I walked into a, a store, you know, like people are, like, I guess, uh, like, hey, welcome to whatever the store you walk into. Welcome to CC's. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was. <laughs> I walked into CC's. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to CC's. Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. How are you? And like, they re-ask you. And like, wait, yeah. you just asked me that. And I just answered it. And then it's just really awkward. Or, or when people will, like say, well, you know, like to me, this isn't as weird. It's like if you, if I was like, hey, what's up, and you just say, hey, what's up. So we we both asked a question that didn't get answered, but that N- neither one answered. But to yeah. me, that's okay. Like that's socially acceptable. Like, I'm so, the king
1: of these socially awkward interactions. Have you ever heard the story of uh, my wife and G. E. Smith
0: and the Saturday Night Live band? The, the, yeah. the story about how she said that he was dead and you <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah and so I'm, I have this huge crush on this girl and she doesn't even know I exist so I'll have this conversation with her about G Smith and she thinks he's dead so I'm going to go print out like 500 pages of internet articles about how he's not dead and I'm going to present them to her and she'll be so smitten that I care about her that she'll follow with me and we'll have half a life after me and, then she and was I just did that like, and she got oh, all okay. the pages oh. and she was like are you some kind of an effing weirdo she threw in, the trash right in front of me she didn't <laughs> look at him. I was like, oh, well, I guess uh, you take round one, <laughs> madam. But <laughs> the joke's on you, lady. I ended up marrying you.
0: Wah, wah. Wah, wah. And go on a date every Tuesday night.
1: Um, That is not true, by the way, anymore. I know oh. every Tuesday you text me, like, sorry to interrupt your date night. She has class on Tuesdays
0: oh, now. Oh, so. I'm so sorry.
1: We just have to, we, we, we do date nights on other nights. I know that's really important for everyone to know on the podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, the other night I, uh, my mom Oh,
1: mother- you know what? I've got a real quick rant. Okay. On Sunday night, we get uh, – the babysitters going to come and stay with the kids, and we're going to go uh, – we have a group on for a barbecue restaurant that's in this area. And so we the babysitter comes at 6. We drive over to the restaurant, and it's closed. What? If you own a restaurant, why are you closed at 6 o'clock on a Sunday night? Sabbath. Well, we're not going to like an authentic Jewish restaurant. I don't think they have any of those around here. But then the next restaurant we go to, guess what? Closed. Closed. It's like they rolled up the sidewalk around here at six o'clock. I don't understand that. It made me like ask my wife. I was so so pissed because I got off work Sunday morning at six, slept for four hours to try to get my schedule right on my days off. And I barely ate anything, so I'm super, super yeah, cranky. You're
0: hangry. And we get to
1: this restaurant, and I'm just ready to just tear down on, like, you know, 10,000 ribs, and they're closed. And I was like, Aah! like ripping my hair out. I'm, like, <laughs> calling people on the road, you know, all kinds of words that start with F and C and all this <laughs> stuff. And it was just insanity.
0: Chickens? Yeah, that was. that's, that's that. what it was. Um, Frank chicken. Here's here's a Frank and chicken. Here's a been married twelve years story, date night story. Uh, my mother-in-law was in town, so anytime like there's a mother-in-law or an in-law or a, or a grandmother in town, it's like hey, they're cool. not coming to see
1: you; they're coming right. to see the kids. All well,
0: right, so free babysitting. You know, we can go out and have dinner. And so I asked asked my wife, you know, hey, you know, Nana's here. You don't want to go out to the, you know steakhouse or something? You and call her Nana? She basically that my mother-in-law. Yeah,
1: you call her Nana? Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't call her like you know by her first name.
0: No, she's just she's Nana my mom is Grandmama it's crazy so
1: that's pretty weird pretty weird so well, hey your mom is in town
0: and Jen was like uh, oh I think uh, I really there's. I want to like reframe a bunch of these pictures and like hang up a bunch of pictures in the living room <laughs> I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" Okay, <laughs> shut down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess there'll be an Jose night tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we just gonna hang these pictures.
0: <laughs> Steve Rule. Okay, um, so there's uh, the only other one I was gonna say. I had. Do you? Do you uh, have you ever thought about the genesis of the term "howdy," which is a very Texas term? Howdy.
1: No, I do not say that. I uh, have a, and I apologize if you are a uh, country kind of person. I have this weird—my partner at work tells me hattie. all the time that I am biased against uh, hattie. country people, like cowboy hats and boots and belt yeah. buckles and rodeos and tight wranglers. Okay. And I think he might be right. I think I might have a—because uh, I grew up in Texas, and yeah. I'm not one of those people, and so I fight hard against that. Not everybody from Texas has a six-shooter and rides a horse Well, and everyone.
0: In Abilene, like it, it's not even howdy. It's hattie. Like H—how yeah. would you spell that? Hottie. Had, like a- yeah. H-O-T-T-Y. Hottie.
1: Howdy. That's what they yell at me when I'm in Abilene.
0: Yeah, Howdy But there. But do you know, so you never thought about like why, like what howdy came from? I mean, from? I
1: think it stands for like, how do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, that was sort of the proper, how do you do? And it just got changed to these super like just a lazy ah! Texans. Just <laughs> a grunt. <laughs> grunt. Howdy do. And then just Hattie. Hattie. Okay. So there was that. All right.
1: Man, that's um, a really great story. I'm glad we could a podcast about that. Have you ever thought about the genesis of Howdy? Oh, yeah, I have. Here it is. Oh, okay. Well, good story. Yeah, I was just talking about that the other day. Yeah,
0: there it is. You see that we talked about that earlier, and then you did it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get uh, get to our interview with Jackie Price. And uh, before we do, we have to tell you to go to our website, simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Not a whole lot of new material, Uh, that I'm putting up, but there is a lot of material there and uh, links to the Primal Professional. It is the dress shoe with a zero drop. It's a flat uh, sole, but it looks like... Uh, a very professional heel. Great stuff. Uh, we have a link, an affiliate link on our show. We'd love for you to check that no out. No
1: one at work will know that you're scamming the crap
0: out of them. <laughs> right. It's a total disguise. And, and, and full disclosure, they are on backorder right now, so let's say if you order them now, it would probably be the fall before you get them. But uh, to me, it's the only thing that I know of that's out there, and I love them. So... Um, you can also find links to the uh, skinny fat, and the nutrients, the multivitamin, and the cooking oil, and the NCT oil that uh, de- from Cultin Nutrition. We have T-shirts uh, for sale, black T-shirts with yellow writing. Um, we do not—well, I was going to say, not giving one away free if Brad is listening, uh, but he's probably not. Inside joke. Another great inside joke. Yeah. So you can go to slash shop if you want information and or actually want to buy a T-shirt. I will mail it to you. Uh, Another way you can get a t-shirt is by emailing us at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. And if we use your story, uh, your humans being human story, or if you're on the show, pretty good chance I will send you um, a t-shirt. Follow us on Facebook and, and, and on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter at SimplyHuman52 is the Instagram and
1: and share us share us among those media things it helps get the word out to your friends and your friends' friends and your friends' friends' friends and And then we can all be this gigantic empire that's going to take over the world
0: (laughs) you're you're uh, Dr. Dr. Steve Rule is really coming on strong today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling it very much.
0: Yes. All right. So uh, let's get to our interview with Jackie where we talk to her about work life balance, how stress can kill, that not all stress is bad, turning the stress response off in this modern world, time management, saying no, it's not just about getting a massage, tips for managing stress in the workplace. I don't remember this, but I've written down massaging Rick's groin. Of course you've written that down. That's
1: not a part of the interview. That's for later. It's a reminder for after
2: these <laughs> <Our> To do list.
1: <laughs> you owe me. This is my favorite for all these hours. This is I get a Mark
0: <laughs> I like to refer to that. I don't want money. I just want you to rub my thumb. <laughs> You're adductors. Okay, and making yourself appreciate <laughs> the good things. Here is Jackie. <laughs> We are going worldwide to the UK, Rick. I thought you were literally just going to be like, I know someone from England. Here's their name.
1: Do you know them?
0: (laughs) uh, Everyone in England is acquainted with There's like 100 people in the whole UK. Um, I will say (laughs) that my favorite part about that area is uh, the Scotch but uh, hmm. that's,
3: oh, right.
0: that's a different subject. <laughs>
3: you mean the people or the alcohol?
0: Um, the alcohol. Uh, let's be honest. Um yeah, I get the people are close. The people are close second. Uh, relationships with people are close second <laughs> to my relationship with blended scotch. Um, okay, okay, so let's start this thing. Um, uh, and and I, I'll probably have already played some of this, so I, I've, I've been okay. recording. So on the show today is Jackie Price, uh, the managing director of Onsite Plus, which uh, we'll get to the sort of what Onsite Plus is a little bit later on, go into more detail, but it's basically a company that goes into corporations and uh, sort of the business world and does stress management, massages, massage therapy at the workplace. And we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But Jackie, tell us about, um, you know, your background, sort of your history and how you got into what you're doing now.
3: Okay. Um, well, Onsite Plus was started about 13 years ago, not by myself, but by my uh, a very good friend of mine. Um, my background has been in the corporate world in sales and marketing for uh, about 20 years. So, I've come at it from the other side, really a very competitive environment in sales. And then I moved into marketing. And then... I had um, a situation about five, six years ago, a health situation, which made me look at my work-life balance, if you like. um, And I decided that I wanted, wanted to make some changes, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, and as it would happen, as it happens, I was talking to my best friend, and she said, Well, do you know what? I need a bit of help with my company on, on the marketing side. So, would you come across and do um, a bit of marketing and sales for us? So, I. Thought about it and thought, yeah, okay. Well, let let let's let's give this a try. I can sort of fit it in with what I'm already doing, and that's how I came to join Onsite Plus. Um, having joined them, I thought, Lynette, I ought to find out a little bit more about this. So I went and did <laughs> um, training. So I went back to college and night school and trained um, in mass Swedish massage and uh, chair acupressure massage and Indian head massage um and I that's how I got into the business Cool. Uh, so you, was helping them my friend
0: yeah so you kind of you, it's not like you had some sort of epiphany like I need to uh manage stress so I'm going to do massage therapy and now I got to find a job you sort of like sort of snuck in the back door in the marketing door and then once you uh, got in
3: yeah Cool. Yeah, so- I would say I'm. Um, what what I did find out is, you know, is often with these things, you sort of go on these journeys and you find actually that part of part of my you know medical issue was was dealing with stress, and but I didn't know what it was, and I wasn't calling it stress. I was just getting on with things and dealing, uh, you know, with a demanding job and being a a mother. With two children and trying to juggle all these balls at the same time.
0: So, what, if you would, if you don't mind, explain sort of what, you know, in hindsight, what were, like, how were you stressed? Then you, like, what were you ignoring? Like, what were some of the signs?
3: So I was definitely ignoring um, the, I was trying to do too much all the time, trying to please everybody. And I, actually wasn't looking after myself. And I had gone on a training, a motivational training course a few years before. And um, the speaker there had, had asked us to rank what's most important in our lives. And, you know, we did the classic sort of top 10. And, you know, there was things like family and health relationships and somewhere about eight or nine would have been work and uh, and he said well that's really interesting because all of you have, have put work right quite low in your top ten however I bet if I challenge you all you would be telling me that you're working 60 hours a week that you're always on the go you're always traveling you're never at home you try find a of juggle relationships and it made me realize actually that what i think is my priority and what i'd like to be my priority which was my health my you know family and relationships actually i wasn't doing that i wasn't putting them first they were coming almost sort of fifth sixth seventh. because what i wanted to do is um be successful in work and i was not realizing actually that um you know, activity—just being busy all the time—doesn't mean you're actually working effectively or efficiently. Right. Um, and it is okay to just sit back and and take time out to think. Yeah. Um, now, when I'll, I never allowed myself time to think. I would imagine. Do you think maybe? Do you think maybe
1: that's why you connected so well with uh, with your new job? Is because of your. Your healthcare and your and your stressful job before. Do you think maybe that that has to do with why you, you know, are so successful doing your new thing?
3: I believe so. I believe so because I've I've been on that other side. So when I talk to people about um, how they're feeling, because when we go in a massage pod, you know, a lot of it is well, how are you feeling today? And what you're really trying to work out is is are the symptoms, the reason they're coming to you today, is it because it's physiological or it's psychological? You know, which bit are we really trying to treat? So I can identify with some of the things and the way they phrase answers to those questions Mm. because it would have been the thing that I did.
0: Right. Mm. Well, you can you define for us, just sort of like, Corporate stress, or you know, sort of workday stress—in a nutshell—through all the th- stuff that you have done and all the training that you have, like, just give us the kind of the Cliff's Notes elevator speech for what what is stress and uh, how it affects people.
3: Yeah, um, well, generally speaking, stress is is what we feel when we're being put under more emotional or mental pressure than we can handle comfortably. Um, so it's different for different, you know, it, the stress levels people can cope with will be different for different people because we will react to pressure in different ways. And some of us are better at dealing with um, certain levels of stress than others. Um, you know, what is a situation for one person? Uh, could be considered pressure, and that, they, that helps them do their job. For somebody else, could be highly stressful. And I think it's very much where you are in your um, general life scenarios as well, because stress—it's um, it, kind of used for many different things. But not, not all stress is bad. I mean, stress releases um, things like adrenaline and cortisol which enhance performance because it's part of the fight or flight response and in short bursts it heightens our um, senses and abilities if you like but it becomes a problem when it goes unchecked and for long periods so do you know what I'm saying is that you know for some people having a bit of pressure you know um, for instance in a sales team, you know, there might be a performance chart and some people will respond very well to um, seeing, you know, where they are on the performance chart and it may raise their game a bit. Others um, may not view it in the same way and that could become quite stressful for somebody who's seeing that they're not at the top.
0: Right. Yeah, but they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, the big irony in in our stress response and our sympathetic nervous system is that it is designed to keep us alive in in very short bursts and you know yeah. uh, like when the,
1: like when the, the the bears running after you right and yeah. and it's yes. either
0: it's either going to you know you are either going to escape the situation or you're going to die and that's going to be the end of it and then you're going to be not stressed anymore whether you're dead or uh, escaped and the problem is and the irony is that same system that is designed to keep us alive if not ever turned off kills you
3: yes yeah yeah basically you're quite right because um you know, we, we're designed to react uh, chemically when we get a shock or a threat, um, and and, that, and that's uh, chemical reaction. The body is designed to help us survive. But if we continually mobilise that response to perceive threats that aren't actually there. Any- we will work less effectively in the end. And our decision process is, is, is inhibited as well. well and so I'll, we're not even thinking very well at that point.
0: Right. Cognition declines. When you're stressed, you don't sleep well. Then if you don't get good sleep, that adds to the stress. So you have this sort of stress sleep cycle. You're not as... Uh, you know, you're going to not make as good decisions as far as nutrition because you're going to be driven to be more hungry. It's just, there's just this sort of cycle, this sort of downward spiral when you're never, you know, turning that stress response off. So how do you turn the stress response off?
3: Well, uh, what I, I, um, basically, it's really quite difficult um, in our environment today but there are things you can do but if you think about it really you know when I started work um a few years ago um you know we had to telephone people we we just about were getting email coming in what we're living in now is a 24-7 working environment um but what I say to people is 24-7 is how the, the economy works it's not A requirement for your daily life. But technology has freed us up to do so much more. But it's also meant that we've got a virtual office and we work any time of the day or night and taking work home doesn't seem to be. A no-no, it's quite cool to do that. So when do people actually switch off? When do people stop checking their emails? Um, you know, the, the, the scenario of people going, you know, checking their emails before they go to bed, checking them when they get up in the morning. Our phones and laptops, I've even worked for um, bosses in the past who took their laptops and phones on holiday with them mm. and asked me to contact them should I need to speak to them? And I would say no. You're on I'm
0: holiday. Not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're on holiday. I am not going to be talking to you. But other thing, what I'd say to people is that um, some tips to deal with stress, time management. If you write a list of things to do, but just tackle them one at a time. So it's a bit like, you know, when you come in in the morning and you open up your emails and there's that whole sea of red, I uh, haven't got to them yet. It's, it's like eating an elephant. You do it in small size chunks. You don't try and tackle the whole thing at once. Right. The Mark time right manage- now is like, Mark is like, hmm, eating an elephant. I think I'm going to try that. that time. Right. I've, done, I've, elephant I've, steaks. I've done that. <laughs> but, uh, the, you know, write the list have, and tackle one thing at a time and tackle the first thing before you go to the second thing. And it's quite therapeutic at the end of the day when you see actually how much you've achieved and always be realistic about what you can achieve in that day learn to say no we're really not very good some of us about saying no to people when we're asked to do something or we're asked to help because we like to be generally speaking most people like to be seen as friendly and helpful but you've got to learn to say no well and you've got to um allow people you know people will respect you if you say no if you say it correctly
1: well i Um, think i think the fear sometimes especially in the corporate world of saying no is that well if i say no then the guy next to me is going to say yes and he's going to move up faster than me and they're going to look at me like i'm the i'm not the team player
3: yeah. And that's exactly why we take on more work than we actually can handle. And that's why we get pressure and then we get stressed about it. Would it not be better to be able to say right at the beginning, look, I know you want this done and you want it done by Friday, but actually, because I've got this, this and this to do, I can't do it by Friday. How about I give it to you next Wednesday? is that going to be good enough? And so you're not actually saying, no, I'm not interested and I'm not going to be helpful. What you're saying is, look, this is how it actually is. This is the reality of what I'm dealing with here. If you want this project done by that date, then I'm not your person to do it. That's a really
1: really good tip because we hear a lot of people like when we're asking about stress tips, We're like, oh, you know, don't uh, don't be afraid to say no, don't take on too much. Well, that's not exactly realistic in the you know the corporate, the business environment, but what you're saying there is to be realistic about. Hey, th- I yeah. have this that takes this amount of time. This that takes this amount of time. What? I, and you tell your boss what I'm. I'm not telling you I'm not interested. What I'm telling you is that realistically, from my end, it's going to take X amount of time. What if I got it done by that? That's a, a much more I don't know a pragmatic uh, way to approach things. I think.
3: I think it's much more positive as well because you're saying you're being re- you're saying to your boss, look, you know, I want to deliver this for you and I want to deliver a good job and on time, and the way that I can do that is to give you some information about when that would happen, and I think that's far more honest to say that to people. I just imagine
0: then- a guy like you know with his uh, Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses and a little cubicle like with <laughs> his feet up on the desk, and his boss comes by and he's like, "Hey, Bill, uh, can you get these reports to me tomorrow?" And he's like, "Nope." It's almost
1: like you're watching me at work. That's yeah. exactly the scenario of me.
0: Yeah, well, like if you just yeah. So sometimes it's not realistic. So, but sometimes yeah, if you can just like uh, figure out a way to still get it done, but not adding you know that. Oh, you give, you
3: could. I guess you could give them options. You could say if he if he does come up, Mister Taylor, I need this done. You could say, okay, I've got these three other things. How about we sit down and give them priority? Because if you want me to do that, I need to move it up my list. If I move it up my list something else has to come down. Right. Hmm. And drop it drop it you know it's got to drop in importance and if we can agree that then that's fine everybody's going to be happy.
0: Now on your on the website which and we'll link to this in the show notes it's onsiteplus.com there's actually a blog uh, on the yes. on the website one of the articles is uh it says try these scientifically proven ways to reduce stress in the workplace and one of them is something that we've talked about recently And it's uh, being organized. And one of our Simply Human tips of the week recently was to make your bed, and or to you know just like keep your desk clean, keep your car clean. And so, how can staying organized and being organized uh, help you manage stress?
3: I think it does vary for different people. Don't forget, you know, I tend to have I tend to work on the, the the. the little pile scenario so on my desk I consider it neat but I've got a pile that I know is urgent another pile another pile but I think mentally it's about decluttering your brain isn't it it's about saying that there is a place for everything and it's compartmentalizing it for yourself but I do go back to the thing you know make a list decide what's important and give it um if you like a ranking so i will go through um and i have and many offices do have that clear desk policy at the end of the day um that you know people have to clear down their desks and that's a good way of saying well what have i ch- achieved today i can move that across right interesting
1: now what are some of the, like have you heard back from uh i guess the people in charge of these companies that you come in and do work for have they have they Got back in contact with you and said, hey, since you came and did this, these are some of the positive things that are going around the office.
0: And, Jackie, before you answer that, explain briefly what it is that you guys do.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. We should
3: yeah, we right. do We do um, corporate massage and health and well-being. Really, the the business was uh, started off as a corporate massage company. And, in fact, the idea came across from um, the U.S., um, it was You're start- welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was started, um, I think it was in the 70s. Um, chair massage by David Palmer was taken into Silicon Valley um, to massage those tired techies who are all being brilliantly uh, thinking with their brains. Um, and basically, it was a way of um, offering. A re-energized acupressure, basically, so it works on the pressure points. It could be done through clothing, so it didn't mean that you would be taking people out of a work environment. Uh, they would still be fully clothed, so you could do it in an office. Eh, not and a not a big fan.
0: The- not a big fan of the clothed massage, if you ask me. Mark just walks around his office wearing
1: a speedo all day, <laughs> so that's fully clothed for
3: him. <laughs> well, you see, for Mark, well, it works. You know, that works for some offices, and right. and that we do what I would call couch massage. If if an office has a, a health uh, a first aid room or a room which we can use, we will take a couch and because some people do like to have what I would call a really deep type sports massage. But more but the idea came across that you could go into companies and you could do a 10, 15 minute short massage, head, neck, shoulder massage, um, for people. And that, those are the main areas where we hold stress. Um, and by doing a 10-minute massage on those areas, you would revitalize, re-energize people because actually it's not about sending people back, um, uh, you know, really sort of way out of it. You, you know, they have to go back to work. So you're about re-energizing them and helping them through that day and releasing the pressure that's held in the neck and the shoulders and um, up into the head.
0: And now to answer Rick's question, so what are some of the, I guess, the measurables? Uh, the, you have people, corporations reported back to you, you know, increases in productivity or less sick days or sort of what are the measurables that you guys have seen?
3: What, what, what we do is we tend to work with people in the occupational health side of the companies or um, office managers and what we're looking at reducing things like um, sickness levels. And time off work due to musculoskeletal problems, which is really around the posture and how people are sat at the desk. So, we started off doing massage and then realized that actually some of the things that were um, appearing were being caused by other things. So, we also incorporate, if we're asked to, you know, display screen equipment. And so, advising people. Um, how their desks should be set up, so the height of the PC, where the phones are, things like that. We Mm. also then were talking to them, so apart from the sort of the physical setup of their desks, there were things like nutrition. So we also bring in um, a nutritionist who will talk about foods um, and how to... If you're, if you're stressed, what people tend to do is eat the wrong type of foods, which give them a big high but also a big low. So, what we were trying to do is say to people about, well, this is how you could support yourself during the day with um, nutritional advice. Yeah, and the and uh, it, like
0: that stress response is on. Sorry to interrupt you, but, the, the, but to talk on. about food real quick. The stress response is on your body 's needing fast fuel it 's needing energy right now, and so yeah. you 're going to be driven to those sort of sweet and salty palatable foods but you know but if you 're not really in a in a life or death situation it's, it's that 's kind of one of those variables that adds to that uh, sort of stress response killing you and actually one of the questions I had. Uh, to ask you was like it's j- it's not just about getting a massage. like that's th- that's the same thing as saying, well, all you have to do is, um, you know run on a treadmill for an hour a day and you'll be healthy like it's just and so I was going to ask you what are some of those other variables so besides like the nutritionist and uh, looking at their desk space yeah you just, I guess just keep uh, keep explaining we, sort of what what are the other variables that go into the training that you well guys we do?
3: talk um, a lot one of the things that's really popular over here is something called massage at desk and so we will be asked to go into uh, an office company's office for a day and what I do is I've walked around with myself and generally a um my colleague who is a physio and we're not just about giving a head neck and shoulder massage at that point we're talking to them about how they're feeling and how we can improve some of the lifestyle things that they're doing so for instance i would be asking them how often do they actually get up from their desk move around so are they actually taking breaks because a lot of people now we find are tending to eat their lunch while they're sat at their desk because they want to you know they want to finish off what they're doing they don't want to stop working they don't want any interruption and what we're trying to say to them that is not a healthy attitude that's not a healthy thing to be doing you should be getting up For the sake of uh, just your general well being, but also your mental state, you should be getting up from your um, desk. And stop looking at the, the PC at least every hour and for five minutes. And one of the tips I give people is, um, you know, where is your water fountain? If I'm on an open um, floor, um, you know, with open plan offices, I say, well, where's the water fountain? And they'll point it out. It could be across the other side of the floor. And I say, to them, well, right, I tell you what, the best way to do this is to go up and get yourself a cup of water bring it back or walk around the outside of the office, whatever, but just take a few minutes out, go and get your glass of water, put it by the side of your um, desk and just sip it. And then when that's empty, go back up and do another one. And it's just trying to get people to remember to get away from their desk. We also give them little exercise routines that they can do for 5, 10 minutes. A lot of people I see have got problems with their neck and their head, and they have headaches, stressed headaches, because of the way they're sat at their desk and they were holding that position for long periods, which we're not designed to do.
0: Do you have? Do, so you, do you advise I'll people give them some
3: exercises to do? Yeah, that's funny. I was going
0: to ask you, like, what do you have? Any exercises that you prescribe, or do you tell some people like you need to stand up? You need a standing workstation.
3: I do. I, 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 basically, depending on, on what they you know, what I find, I would say to people, look, you know, this is what I would suggest you try. Because that neck, your right neck, is really stiff, and it's because you're holding your phone. Then why don't you do this every hour? Just do a couple of little stretches, and I'll demonstrate the stretches they should be doing, um, and suggest how frequently they do them, and and. Also, say to them, you know, that I would still always recommend that people get up and walk around during the day and they don't just sit statically for five, six hours at a time.
1: Well, hearing you say that this is the things that you concentrate on and that companies are are prioritizing this makes me really happy because it means that corporations are finally having to prioritize health and they realize that it's profitable to prioritize health. If you have workers that just Come in, it you know, and work all hours of the day and night, and they they're not happy and they're not healthy. That that's not profitable, and it seems like, you know, I'm not going to go on like a communist, like anti-corporation rant necessarily here, but it seems like sometimes we are concerned with money over everything else. But it's but you can appeal to these companies from the the bottom line standpoint. Hey, if we come in here and we. Show the workers a more healthy way to live life, a more healthy way to eat and move and all these things, then they're more productive. And you end up spending less money on lost productivity and sick days and health care and all these things. Every every job I've had in my adult life had some kind of a wellness program to it, where if you can show that, you know, you're exercising, working out, not smoking, water, yada, yada. There's a financial incentive to that because it just makes it easier. It makes it better more profitable for companies to operate when they have happy, healthy workers than crappy, cranky, sick workers.
3: Well, it does. And also, I I think, you know, if you've got people who are de-stressed and energized, actually, they're making better decisions as well. Absolutely. Uh, On behalf of your company because they're making them with clear focus. Um, So, yes, we do have to appeal. When we're talking to companies, we do have to appeal to um, the sort of the financial side of it as well because there is a cost. But it's actually in relation to some of the other things, it's actually quite a small cost to have us come in and and do this for a day and the benefits because what I always do when I do these uh, is I get feedback from the employees and we always get incredibly positive feedback from the employees about how it's helped them, Um, you know, the fact that they've had this niggle in their neck for ages or they didn't realise how stressed they were. So we we're all looking to justify costs, but at the end of the day, you will have um, not only staff that are healthier, and making better decisions, but what we've also had feedback from companies is, there was one company where we used to go in on a Monday. And I used to say to him, "Are you sure you want us on? A, you know, on a Monday? Because most companies tend to want you towards the middle and back end of the week." And she said, "No, no, no. You come in Mondays because if they know you're coming in, they come to work." I was going
1: to say, I think if uh, you know, I'm a I'm a city police officer, and I think if we had Massage Day, that would be my favorite day to come to work. <laughs> we don't have yeah. that. Maybe I can convince my partner who rides in the car with me, Colt. And maybe I can convince <laughs> him to you know rub my shoulders <laughs> a little bit uh, here and there to
3: stop. Yeah, my-
0: that'd be great. That'd be on YouTube. Uh, too. Two cops in a squad car giving each other massages.
3: Dude, are you? Is that Rick? Who's a, Rick is a policeman, are you? Yes,
0: that's
1: me, yeah. yeah
3: my, my husband um, is a policeman in the UK. Oh, okay. And well, um, I am forever massaging him <laughs> and releasing tension in his back. You know, he chases somebody, jumps over a wall or something, and then he comes back and says, I can't move, Jackie. I
1: can't move. Can you do something? Well, if my partner, Colt, if you're listening to this, you need to listen to this and uh, give me more shoulder- Rubs
0: in well, the and Rick, I don't know Rick is, uh, has lots of problems with his adductors, um, and so I think, Colt, you need to rub those adductor muscles vigorously. Yes. Um, there we are. And Okay, Jackie, we are out of time, unbelievably, but I have to ask you one question. I'm going to ambush you with a mm. question that we ask every guest, and that is, yeah. what is one thing that you enjoy about life or something that you do to make life more enjoyable?
3: What is that enjoy? Do you know, um, I... I have, um, I live in a beautiful part of the country and I have taken it for granted because I've always been rushing somewhere. Time has always seemed to be running out of time and I've always been having to rush. And I now purposely stop and just look. And I know this sounds a bit crass, but I'll look at some trees or I'll look at some flowers. And I will make myself stand there and just look and appreciate the beautiful setting that I live in because I take it for granted. People come um, and stay. We have a little holiday cottage and people come and stay and said, my God, this is beautiful.
0: Like this is heaven on earth. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is and I'm, I'm here every yeah, day. I'm yeah.
3: rushing. <laughs> and so I now, uh, and it's only been in the last sort of year. I've, I've said to myself, just stop. Just cool. stop rushing. Awesome. Take 5 minutes and appreciate what you have and where you where you live and look at what's around you.
0: Well, there you go. Awesome, that is great advice. Jackie, I appreciate actually David is the one who I guess stumbled onto our podcast and he's the one who uh, reached out to me via email and and got me in touch with you. So I'm really glad that we were able to do this yeah. and it sounds like um you know uh hopefully have you back on I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we didn't yeah that we didn't get to Um, and it's always good to go worldwide Rick and and have uh, someone from across the pond as they say exactly and
1: Jackie if you're ever in uh, the United States you can uh, rub my neck (laughs) hey
3: (laughs) (laughs) well it's been great it's been lovely talking to you both um, and thank you so much awesome
0: Jackie uh, hang out just for a second I'm gonna stop the recording but I want to talk to you for just a second but thanks for being on yeah you're listening to
2: the Simply Human podcast.
0: All right. Thank you, Jackie. We recorded that one some time ago and uh, just a kind of a good refresher on meditation, all that good stuff. Her, the website uh, that we talk about is onsiteplus.com, and I'll link to that in the show notes. So, very cool uh, stuff from Jackie Price. Okay. It is now time for the Humans Being Human segment. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple, three shows ago, we had Stephanie on from Canada who told uh, a horrendous story about... Um, well, it was a... Uh, fingers in somewhere, but what was she get? Oh, it was a it kidney was stone. Somewhere. It yeah, was somewhere. A... Yeah, like
1: you don't have that marked on your calendar. <laughs> your paper calendar you have on the wall with all the birthdays on it. Like, oh, there's
0: the, the fingers in the butt story. Shut up. Uh, so that, it was for a kidney stone. Well, she had another story that we recorded that it, like right after that one, and we saved it for today. But it's about... Um, Oh, minerals and diarrhea and different things like that. So I feel
1: like if something ever happened to me or to you, either one of us, a piano fell out of an airplane and crushes to death. That's my hypothetical I always use. Uh, Stephanie could step right in <laughs> and fit right in because uh, she's had some very uh, very Mark Rogersy like things happen to her.
0: Yeah, if you take her and a Kendall Kendrick, combine them, that is the female me. <laughs> yeah, Harumph. Yeah, here she is. Okay, you may remember from a previous uh, episode, I think episode 83, uh, Stephanie from Canada told the uh, fingers in my rear while accepting a a compliment and being self-deprecating story. Um, (laughs) Stephanie is back with us, and she has what I believe uh, she has titled the Diarrhea Japanese Spa (laughs) Story. Yes, hello again. Um, So this
2: one's a bit... Is a bit shorter, but uh, so that's later uh, in the in the timeline of my stay in Japan. But I was going on the trip with these these. Uh, my village had some kind of a cultural exchange, so all the foreigners of the areas could do a homestay and experience Japanese culture. So go to a spa and and stay with a family. So they took us to the spa, and uh, I was all excited because I love Japanese spas. And we we're chatting, and I'm not paying attention to the lady. Uh, who is explaining uh, the origin of the water and everything. And all I hear is um, the water here is very good for your skin and it's very good for you, so you can drink it. So I'm like, oh, oh, that sounds amazing. So I, we just all, we get naked because that's what you do in Japan, hey, women with women, men right. with men. <laughs> you get undressed. Um, <laughs> and then we go in the spa and the water is very uh, sulfury. It smells like farts. Uh and so <laughs> hey,
0: talk slower. Talk slower. It smells like fart.
2: <laughs> that's Mark's talk slower part. Oh yeah, fart water. Yeah. More fart water. yeah, and it's kinda milkish. Um, so there's a, a pipe or like a bamboo pipe with the water coming in. So I'm like, yeah, Well I, I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna drink from this the soup where everybody's macerating, so I'm just gonna drink from the uh, the pipe. I'm gonna and drink so, from this other uh, um, milk fart pipe. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, I take a big, I, I put my hands on it, I let the water uh, go in my hands, and I just drink it. And within two minutes of drinking the water, I feel my belly like a sharp pain, and I'm like.
1: Crap. Oh, no. You're sliding it first and you're feeling something burst,
2: I think is what you're saying. Yeah, there you go. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this isn't good. I cannot stay in the water because this (sighs) is going to be a disaster. It's going to be real far water. (laughs) No one would (laughs) notice. So I, I get out. I get out on time and I just make it in time to the bathroom and, and I have photo finish I, you have there. Oh yeah, I have the what you call the the rocket diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will call that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that what tough. you guys talked talk about talked about in the other episodes. Yeah. So the thing is that this is just this is the first event of the whole weekend. So I have still forty hours to spend with everybody. But I, I but I think, you know, oh it's this is gonna be fine. And so I go see the lady and I'm like I don't want to say to her, I have di- diarrhea. So I just go, the one, the one that was explaining about the water. So I, I'm like, uh, yeah, so we can drink the water here. And she, she just points at a tap that's nearby. And she's like, yes, we filtered the, <laughs> the, the, the spa water and you can drink it from that tap. Yeah. And so I've been drinking directly from the source where all the minerals just gave me diarrhea. Yeah. I bet and there so, was
0: some magnesium in there.
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff, and so I ended up having to deal with diarrhea for forty hours while mingling with the, lo- the locals um, and doing a homestay, and which I spent most of my time uh, in the bathroom pooping, uh, and uh, <laughs> that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> and I had to cut it short the next day because um, I just yeah I was exhausted. I couldn't keep anything down, and uh, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. What is the is. Ja-
1: what is the Japanese word for diarrhea?
2: It's a getty. Getty?
0: Ooh. Getty. G E R I Getty. 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 Okay. Yeah. Getty. Okay. <laughs> Rick, oh? I'm trying to think. Um any any pool poop stories that come to mind? Um No? Should there be? I don't know. I, I think that's uh, uh there's a video on youtube of the of a like a little girl like in a diaper like sliding down a slide and she like Yuck. starts to poop right when she starts to go down this water slide and Aww. it's just like a stream of brown behind her but uh, oh yeah so uh i don't know if i've told this one on the on the podcast but my 4-year-old daughter who just walked in here no Um well Earmuffs. i thought she did she when she was like i don't know maybe 3 or just turning 3 we were at this hotel and uh, in like San Antonio or somewhere, and and she's in the we're, we got in the hot tub, you know, like my other daughter and and family are like over in the pool, and and, and my three year old and I are in the hot tub, and she's like, I have to I have to go pee or I have to go tee-tee. and I was like, okay, well, just go, and she looked up at me like. Mark Rogers, was, father she, of these. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> "Wait, wait, what?" And I was like, "Yeah, just go." And she was like, "And as she's pondering this, this other family like steps into the spot. Oh no, right? And so, and then yeah, you do the hello, how are you? How are you doing? You know. So they all sit down. Well, Hope is is just still like thinking on this what I've just told her. So with this other family in there, it's just kind of this awkward silence. Hope looks back up at me and she goes, "So I can just T.T. in in here?" And I was, <laughs> and I was like, no!
1: God, what is the matter with you? Who would teach you such a thing? <laughs> of course not. Of course not. I would her, never. She was raised by wolves for the first three years of her <laughs> yeah, life. I would never, never. I
0: would never say that. And then, like, the people look away, and I look down at her. I'm like,
1: just go. You
0: don't have to tell everybody. Just go. Nobody <laughs> will know. It's she's just. Like, That's another line. that Rogers go?
1: family crest is just. Just go. <laughs> just Jeez.
0: Go. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, uh, Rick, last chance. No poop or, poop or pee stories from, the, from your pool days? Uh, none
1: that I can recall. <laughs> That's a very strange, uh, you know, I don't...
0: Uh, All right. Nope, I'm good. Send your poop and pee pool stories to <laughs> simplyevenrick at gmail.com. All right. Well, Stephanie, really really appreciate this. Uh, your second experience no on the podcast. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, always, uh, always a good time hearing from other fellow diarrhea humans uh, which is i guess everyone stayed, like
1: your own club of like <laughs> people who have had diarrhea in opportune places because i feel like really that's the separation right like you're it's either like a person diarrhea. who doesn't have diarrhea in weird places or you are
0: yeah
1: i'm on the not side it's not doesn't make me a better person than either two of you it just it's never really occurred in a inopportune spot but uh You guys clearly are card-carrying members of that club, (laughs) so thank you, Stephanie, for for sharing your embarrassment with us. We need to have you on, because I think I said maybe in the first one that uh, she just keeps having funny things happen to her. Yeah. (laughs) So good. She's like the... If, I, I was going to say like the female George Costanza. That's an insult. I don't mean it as an insult. Right. I mean you're an interesting person there and you, you have go. funny stories.
0: So and if you do have a story that you think would be funny to share, I've got I've got a few in the can that I'm I'm going to read when we need one, but uh, just simply <laughs> Yeah, you do. Simply, <laughs> in the Porcelain Throne. Uh, I've got a email address that I can give you that you can email <laughs> me at <laughs> That <laughs> was the weirdest lead-up ever. I was reading something, and my brain like went like <laughs> I
1: have uh, an email address. You can send electronic mail, and you don't even have to put a stamp on it.
0: So <laughs> Dr. Steve Rule explaining email. <laughs> <laughs> email. It's uh, simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. If you have a funny story, you can either uh, just say you know please read this I am. I don't want to be on the show or we'd love to have you on the show it's always more fun if we can get you on uh, that's what she said Um so now it is time for the assembly tip mm-hmm. of the week something you can start doing today to become more healthy human and t- uh, last show we had Lucy Hendricks on and we talk a lot about breathing and I know I think we talked about that the five second box where you breathe in for five hold for five yeah, breathe out for five that, yeah. yeah so this is very similar to that and I, th- I just thought it was appropriate since we had just talked to Lucy about breathing um, and it's a uh, uh, do you remember the three numbers that I told you a second ago? Six, two, seven. Very good. So, would you this, like to
1: know how I remember that? How? Well, I don't remember how I remember number six, but two seven was former Dallas star defenseman oh. great Shane Churla. Hmm.
0: Okay, so well, <laughs> all that uh, added up. Those three numbers added up. If you get out calculator and do some addition, it's fifteen seconds So here's what you do. You breathe in for six seconds, hold for two, and you breathe out for seven seconds. Okay, so let's actually do it. Let's do it. Okay, breathe in, start it Hang on, hang on. I have a watch. I have a watch. Okay, ready? He put me on hold. (laughs) Why did he put me on hold? All right, here we go. I'm breathing in. Hold. Out. Can you hear me now? We just finished. Did you hear did you uh, do the breathing with us? Why did you put No, me on hold?
1: because my phone rang. And it, oh. it, for some reason when you're on Skype on your phone uh. and your phone rings, it overrides one with
0: the well, other. Well, we did we already way. did the 627 so you're just going to have to do it on your own. Um so actually and if you're under the age of 12 or if you have children, ho- surely, hopefully, hope I hope what to God. What if you
1: act like you're under the age of twelve, well, like you?
0: I was going to say I hope to God there are no eleven-year-olds listening to this show on their own. Um, but if you have kids and that you want to try this with them, do a four-two-five instead of a six-two-seven. Um, so it, this is coming from Jason Selk in the ten in a, a, a book called the uh, I it's, it's just Ten Minute Toughness. So what he says is. He's found that if players take a deep breath last uh, that last 15 seconds, they will in fact get air into the diaphragm and the heart rate will slow, which also sort of activates the parasympathetic nervous system and some other things. So he says, my personal findings indicate that attaching time to the centering breath is more effective than monitoring one's oneself getting air into the diaphragm. It's much easier to count to fifteen than it is to determine whether the air has entered the diaphragm or not. So that's that's kind of a simply human um, sort of a way of thinking about stuff. It's like don't worry about if air is getting your diaphragm. Normally, if you breathe for fifteen seconds as a full breath, it it goes in. You don't have to worry about like whether or not you know how much psi is in your diaphragm. Um, so there you go, six two seven, and just do that for you know if you do that. Eight times that's two minutes, right? So like do that for five minutes. Um and
1: uh You talking and, about doing it five minutes every day?
0: Uh yeah, you do it for you know, like th- that can be your meditation. You know, you can as long as Because once you're focusing on your your breathing and you're thinking about, you know, how the air is feeling coming in and out of your lungs, like that is that is something you can do during your sort of contemplative prayer or contemplative meditation or your you know, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna call it. Um
1: I don't know anybody, literally anybody, who does not have five minutes they can carve out at some point in their day to do this. Now, I, that, that's p- p- kind of been my problem with meditation. It's like, oh, I don't have a half an hour to sit in a quiet room and chant Om for like forever. This is five minutes. Yeah, You've got five minutes, right, to optimize how you feel, how you perform, and all those things. If I told you there's a magic pill that you could take, it would take you five minutes to take it, but it would make things – you know, have some of these benefits, everyone would be lining up to take it. Well, here's your magic pill. Do this.
0: There you go. Coming up next time on the Simply Human Podcast, we have a a local physician. He's a family uh, practitioner here in the city that I live. His name is Dr. Tim Martin. Um, He is sort of out of the, I don't know, what do you say? He's sort of breaking the mold in sort of the standard American medicine system. Yeah, I
1: would say like, uh, I would encourage us to say that he thinks outside the box.
0: There you go. Yeah, In The yeah, medical
1: yeah. industry is the box, and he thinks outside of said box.
0: That is correct. And so he's going to be on the next show. We've got uh, Jonathan Baylor coming back on the show. John Smith is coming up. Michael Ruscio is on the Docket Kate Galliette is going to come back on in August. We've got a lot of cool stuff uh, coming up. So you can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at simplyhuman52. Uh, and I'd-
1: share us. Share us on Facebook. Share us on Twitter. Share us on, or retweet us on Twitter and regram us on Instagram, please. All that good that stuff. Helps us-
0: and, um,. Oh yeah, so I, I put up some more uh, videos on the YouTube channel. I had done some uh, like some movement mobility stuff for some other people that I just went ahead and put them up on our YouTube channel. So we've got a few more new videos, and I'll try to keep adding those as we can. I need we-
1: to I need to pick a new food.
0: Yeah, eat, by I was, the way. that's what I was just about to say. You need to, you need to do another uh, video, and um, mm-hmm. so uh, also want to mention if you're looking for a professional looking dress shoe that has a zero drop but looks like it has a heel, it has a false heel. Uh the primalprofessional.com, that is the We'll have a link uh, in the show notes and on our website we have an go affiliate link go
1: through our website to do it and yes. so that, we know, that way if you buy some they, they know that it came from
0: us yeah and if you if you go to the show notes and click on the Primal Professional Shoes that link is also like the okay. same, same deal so uh, leave cool. us a review on iTunes we've gotten a lot of uh, good reviews lately I think uh, we were right at 100 uh, last yeah. time I looked yes. uh, which is pretty cool so uh, thanks for listening I know there's a lot of things y'all could be doing with your time we really appreciate you making us part of your day so that's going to do it for this edition of the simply human podcast
2: and remember within two minutes of drinking the water i feel my belly like a sharp pain and i'm like crap oh no you're sliding <laughs> the first and you're feeling something first <laughs> i think is what. You-
0: so until next time enjoy yourself